Hey, it's Kathy. I'm just hopping in real quick to tell you that the doors are closing to the Abundance Method program today. That's right. May 16th, four o'clock Pacific time, we close the doors to this program. And I'm so excited to watch you change your life. I'm so excited to see what happens when you tap into the energy that is within you and you start to attract so much into your life and there's incredible synchronicity and you start to perceive what was always here in plain sight and that which was hidden becomes revealed. If you want to join us, you can go to kathyheller.com slash join. And remember, those of you who sign up for the Platinum, you get the retreat included. It's going to be an incredible retreat. It's a three-day experience. You can choose between July or October and the July is definitely filling up. So come on in and join us. Again, the doors close at four o'clock Pacific today. You can sign up at kathyhar.com slash join. I cannot wait to spend 12 weeks with you and watch you become a master at manifesting the most gorgeous experiences and opportunities and abundance into your life. Hey guys, it's Kathy. I just want to share an extra mini episode with you every single week because I want to be there for you. I want to be there to encourage you. I want to be there to help you see things in a way that just feels like it's doable, like you are so much closer than you really think. And I want to show you what's possible. So here's one of our minisodes. I hope you like it. Take a listen. When we're out of alignment, we want to be impressive. And so when we get nervous, you notice people will talk faster, not slower. They do more, they speed up. And so early on in my life, when I would make things, I would like quickly try to make things. And then I would find out, oh, if I would have slowed down, then instead of sending that first song, I would have written 12 songs and then picked my best one. Yep. So what I teach in the beginning of this program is Part of why we're waiting till January is because you're going to record episodes, plural, and some of them you're never going to air. Okay. So that you give yourself a moment to find your voice. Right. If you were to tell me that you're going to sit down at a potter's wheel and sell your first piece of pottery, I would say that lacks empathy for you and your customer. Right. Because no one would do that. We don't want to buy your first piece of pottery. We don't want to buy your first eighth piece of pottery. But your 21st piece of pottery, we'd like to see it. When I turned in this book just now for Simon & Schuster, the reason it takes a year is because we're going to write probably six more drafts of this book. So the editor, she goes through like a two-month deep dive edit. It's like a dental hygienist doing like a deep clean Then she's going to send it back to me and I'm going to have like two weeks to do this. Then she's going to do it again. By the time the book comes out, it will be a different book. And when you shoot a movie, the editor will say, I really have the hardest job in a sense because the movie will shoot for three months and I will edit the movie for 10 months. The director might say, can I get that shot again with the light coming this way? Can we get that shot again in the rain? Can I get you to say that line differently? Can I get this? Can I get this? Can I get this? Can I get this? And then they get it all. And then they have this much film. And then this much film goes to the theater. This is what it takes to make quality creative things. 
let's be really clear what I just said. It takes giving ourselves full creative permission to explore so that we then know we can breathe and say, I'm coming back to this. How you write a book is you just let yourself write. How you write a mm-hmm. song is you let yourself write. I used to write music like this. I'd be literally sitting there with my guitar and a notebook and I would try. I thought I was supposed to write the first line and then the second, and then I wouldn't get the right second line. Then I would scratch it out and get really frustrated. It's like, oh, it doesn't have to work that way. I could just write a whole bunch of phrases and melodies and do the next page and the next page and then have singing into my head, little voice recorder. And I would go, oh, this line on page two and this melody for this hook on page four, that's my song. Oh, right. That's a creative process. When I interviewed Jason Mraz, he said, you should see my studio right now. There's a half-eaten avocado on the piano bench. There's a ukulele on the ground. There's pages of lyrics all over the top of the piano. And it looks insane in here. And he said, and I let myself have this every single, you can hear this on the Jason Mraz episode. He goes, every day I come in here and I just kind of play with everything I feel like playing with. I touch everything I want to touch. And then I come in the next day and I see like a detective, is there a clue? Was there one thing in the crime scene that I like enough to take with me for today? And he goes, sometimes there's nothing because I do it every day. Like, what else is he going to do? He's a songwriter. He goes, well, some days there's like a clue here. And I'm yours. Well, you done done me and even I felt it. Tried to be good. You guys, once I start singing that song, I have to sing the whole song. (laughs) But I won't bore you with it. Um, That song was supposed to be just a little ditty that he was writing that he thought would be like a kid's song. And then one day in concert, they were waiting on something and he was on stage and he was like trying to fill a moment and he just played it and people went crazy. And he was like, "Hmm." so he worked on it. And then that was his number one single. But what we do is we're like, oh my God, I'm serious now. And if I'm serious, it means I'm going to win. Have you ever looked in nature and seen a serious koala bear? Have you ever looked at nature and seen a serious redwood tree? Look how serious it is. It's got to get it done. No. And that's why it works so well, right? The environment is not rushing. Right. You might be destroying it, but it's fine. Like it finds its way. Like it knows what to do. Everything gets what it needs, right? We mm-hmm. might come in and screw it up, but like, they're okay. They're not stressed out. Can you imagine like a dolphin? Like I gotta go. I got places to be. Like it's just <laughs> like a giraffe, like no time, no time to talk. You got stuff to do. You know what I mean? Like they're just like relaxed. They're fine. You know, they probably have like a good heart rate. Um, so what we do is we think in terms of, uh, We want to protect ourselves from looking like idiots. We're really worried about what people think. We're really worried. We're really worried. We're really worried. And the people that I know who make creative, beautiful things are just not worried. That's all. They just got off that train. They're like, yeah, I'm off. I'm off that train. So instead, I'm going to find creativity. Where does creativity live? It lives in spontaneity. Oh, spontaneity. That doesn't work well for perfectionists. But I'll tell you what. All of the creative things that have ever happened in this world. In fact, I'll up the ante for you. Every billion dollars ever made 
came from a creative idea. When Steve Jobs walked out of a calligraphy class and started thinking about technology and making technology beautiful, he made a billion dollars. That was it. That was where the billion dollars got made. Then he just actually built. It's like when you see the house and then you make the blueprint and you hire the architect, but you saw it first. So the house was created here. When Walt Disney flew in a helicopter looking at Anaheim, he said to the helicopter driver, look out that window. And he was like, yeah, there's a swampland. He's like, no, it's Disney. And he was like, you sound insane. And most of the people he talked to said, you sound insane. And he was like, no, that's what you're supposed to say. That's your line. That's what you're supposed to say. It's it's okay. That's the way the world is. It's fine. But everything beautiful ever created came on the other side of spontaneity because creativity needs an environment of spontaneity. So the reason why most shows no one's ever heard of is because they're getting it all right and they're checking off all the boxes and there's no resonance and there's no spontaneity and there's no space for anything to happen in a creative vibration because everyone's checked all the freaking boxes. And my show has no boxes to check. I'm not worried about it. So if you really think about this again, you're exactly where you need to be. We're going to make things together. And if by the end of these 12 weeks, you have a couple of those things done, but they're done from a place of you finding a whole other altitude, more space, more oxygen, you're going to make something that's worth listening to. I hope you got something out of that. If you like these minisodes, then please share it with someone you know who needs to hear it. And if you post about this episode on Instagram, you can tag me at kathy.heller because I always love reposting. I love you so much. I'll talk to you again soon.